everybody and welcome to another edition of the Gamer Talks podcast with me, Mike. Everyone calls me Mike, so hell. And Andy's here as well. Andy, hello. Hello. Uh, now, just before we get into it, I should probably apologise to everyone that we've not been here for the last four weeks. Uh, we've just been busy doing boring things. Been Andy, well, yeah, you've been painting your house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you've also been doing job training and a university thing. Yeah, well. assessment week and starting a new job training and moving house. And it's like how you're training. sitting here and not fast asleep on the floor is just beyond me. I mean, um, it could happen. Yeah, and then I've just been, you know, working a lot and going places and shit. So, so this was kind of the first date we could do. Uh, this is the traditional recording day, it's Tuesday evening here, so the idea is we'll record this, then I'll put it up tomorrow morning. Well, we usually record on a Friday, don't we, and it goes up Sunday. on a Monday, or a Sunday, and then it gets Well, you said Sunday, we've not actually done it yet, <laughs> but we'll get there eventually. Um, anyway, so yeah, what have you been up to, apart from fucking and shit? Uh, like, what game have I been playing? What games? Uh, game, games, yeah, you owe more than one, uh, I presume. <laughs> I bought a couple for the Switch, which was on sale, and it was like one of those ones where it was, it was Contra. You ever see the old arcade game Contra for the SNES? Oh, right, okay. There was a new one of those for the Switch, and it was down from full price down to like £5. So I bought that, and then I bought this other... We all like the sale. <laughs> and they both sucked, so I was like, oh. well, that was no harm, no foul. £10 I spent on all together on them. Yeah. Um, but then I'd also bought a uh, Dying Light Two, which I'm just enjoying the hell out of. Yeah, PC, you got it. I got the PC version of that, um, and it's just as it's fucking boss. It's really good. I like how your guy goes from being like this really slow kind of sluggish dude to, you know, once you've leveled up and got your parkour skills up and yeah. stuff like that, you're just bouncing across the rooftops, like flying with your paraglider. You've got a, a hook shot rope that swings you about, you know, by like by the time you get to the the end of the game you're you're more like Spider Man kind of good. And then you've got the zombies, you've got loads of different kinds. Um yeah, it's just really, 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 really good. <laughs> just a good solid game. <laughs> yeah. I, I was a huge fan of the first one. Um and after they released the first one, they stuck with it. The last DLC pack they released I think was just at Christmas time oh, okay. for the first one, which was called Hell Raid, and it totally changed the game. It was cool, um, and a new engine or whatever. Yeah, so I I only got it two days ago, and it's what I was saying earlier. I'm at the epilogue, like I'm at the bit where it says, "Okay, the open world <laughs> stops here if you go any further because this is the ending." Do you actually do your job? Um, so, Ever? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but as soon as I finish, I go straight to a good game. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I've got a game that I'm addicted to and right now I'm addicted to Dying Light 2 yeah. and it's fucking once I've finished the story I'm going to go back and clean up as much of the side stories and side missions yeah what, what's, what it sounds like is you'll keep playing the game then you'll get to the end of the story yeah and then your world will be over yeah you know? well they, they advertised it as being a, a 500 hour game if you wanted to do everything yeah, they did say that on Twitter. Five hundred hours. I think collect all the collectibles and shit. So I, I, I don't give a like. There's, there's so many stupid wee collectibles that you just don't care about collecting, right? Like there's 
little tapes that are lying about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know you miss them, then you come by. Like, oh, yeah, and say there's like hundreds of them. I'm not doing all that. But then you've got these other sections where they're like enemy strongholds. You can go and clear them out. Oh, and then really? you can take control of that stronghold yeah. and choose which faction on the map you give that to. Are you going to give it to the, the police state survivors or are you going to give it to the, the sort of more peaceful hippie survivors? Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And then that changes crazy, the crazy. sort of map dynamic. Yeah. But, um, so I'm going to do all of them, but I'm not going to do all the collectibles. Cause no. Oh, so wait till you do 250 hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah. it's all kind of focused about online play as well. So I think once I've done the main story, like, I think the oh, real like, meat and bones of the, the, the wackiness comes out of uh, online play. So I'm looking forward to that. It'll be interesting to see how far they push the online play as well. Will they, be like, will they go GTA 5 distance or will they pull it back a bit you know what I mean well, if the support for it is anything like the first one then I'm looking forward to like a lot of yeah. cool updates for this oh actually it's only recently been released so well it only just came out in the past week I'm sure and yeah, it is buggy it is buggy um, well, I've seen zombies I've the... seen zombies doing the T-pose you know like that and uh, yeah, it's on the to-do list though to repair yeah. it yeah but it's like we've seen uh, all games at launch you should expect bugs yeah. nowadays especially um, I mean it's a bit of a drawback considering the price tag nowadays but you know well for as long as that game was delayed as well you know, oh like, but I, I mean a if you're more polished would have been nice but yeah no but I just mean if you're paying 55, 60 pounds that you expect it you to expect be high degree polish yeah pretty high yeah, quality like a luxury you know? product yeah. right right. like that's the full full price well I paid 55 pounds for it on Steam 54.99 pounds yeah. that's fucking that's expensive for <laughs> a computer game well right? the thing is the quality is there it's just not quite well it's like I was saying before up, that right? like it's like you're totally right in that respect because like I was saying I spent £10 on two games for my Switch yeah. that were on sale but they were, awful. They were both bollocks yeah <laughs> 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 the, the, the Switch Online the eShop yeah yeah yeah. Uh-huh. the Switch Online's uh, good though because that's the, a different one the subscription service no, right, okay. um, you, can, you can maybe get a refund for them I don't know yeah Nintendo can have £5 mm-hmm. back for these terrible games yeah. Yeah, they're not. Good. Ten pounds. I'll maybe because they're both two player games. I'll maybe wait until I've got like everything set up in the living room. Yeah, you could try and, and give it a two player co-op more flash with it. But from what I played so far, it was one of the, it's Contra on the Switch, not the old Contra. It's the newest Contra game. Oh right, yeah. And, uh, fucking awful. This <laughs> is a very <laughs> bad game. Oh dear. Um, and the other one was called Days, I think, or A Ways. And it was. I it, it's, it, I love the art style for it it's like this first person game uh-huh. everything's kind of cartoony but the characters in it are all 2D they're all okay. like um, but they're really well drawn cartoon characters but they're 2D oh, okay that sounds kind of interesting <laughs> but it, the weird part is it's first person melee combat so you've got this depth perception problem because the character's in 2D within a 3D space so you can't yes, you can't tell how close he's going to be before he hits you. Sorry. Yeah, I've had that before in games. It's quite annoying. Yeah. It's like you walk up to that door and you think you're right at it. But in reality, you're like a mirror away from it. Yeah. Like you can't see there's that gap. Yeah. It's like a blind spot with a car, you know. 
So with this, yeah, it's just like a flat image that hits you from this distance that you have to try and figure out, which is annoying, but it looks really nice. Um, you thought they'd sort something like that, but... Yeah. And the last thing I've got to say about that, uh, the last other game that I was playing for a short while before I turned it off and bought Dying Light 2, but I'll go back to it and finish it, is Days Gone. Oh, yeah, you were saying, talk about that. Yeah. For your, like, the biker guys on the motorbike. PC as well, eh? And, no, that's on the PS4, which oh, is why okay. I've got this crap oh, old nice. TV, and it's like one of the first first ever HD TVs, oh. I think, right? <laughs> this was my... H, this was because my new one broke, my new big fancy fucking 4K 56-inch. Oh, yeah, yeah, big one, yeah. one broke. Um, so you got a little pile of shit out of the sketch. So I had to take my old one out of my mum and dad's room from oh, my, right. my, old, <laughs> my old bedroom at my parents' house. Yeah. This, is, this is the TV that I was playing my PlayStation 3 on. When I first oh, got my yeah. PS3, I bought this TV. Yeah. So this TV is fucking, what is it, like 10 years Ancient, old? Ancient, yeah. Like old ass HD TV. That's old ass. Yeah. So, yeah. Enough TV, so. That's why I kind of avoided Plain Days Gone though, because it just looks like crap yeah, on the Yeah, you don't get the higher resolution of today's game. Yeah, you know? it's 720, so not, not, not the best. So I am going off on a tangent here anyway. No, it's alright. But what about you? What have you been playing? <laughs> well, I got, I got myself back into Skyrim. Um, I've always loved Skyrim, right? But you know when you uh, turn on a game after a long time and not playing it? And you're like, where the hell am I? What am I doing? Can't here? remember what you were doing. And then suddenly you just start ticking off missions and killing bodies and collecting stuff. And uh, you'll know with Skyrim, there's just so much to do. You know, it's like everywhere you go, there's a new mission or a thing to collect or something. When you said that you got back into Skyrim, I was like, yes. And it's still a thing that we're seeing ten years after Skyrim was released because it's that good. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's a 10-year-old game now, but... <laughs> but we're still having fun playing it, right? I know. Well, the thing is, right, though, is, like, I'm on my... I think it's my fourth playthrough. Are you not bored of the story, or do you skip all the story? No. I mean, the story's not great, that's not the reason. The main no, the story, reason... I get bored of, I skip through all the dialogue for that, because I like the DLC side. Yeah, story, because so. it was... It was tougher, Yeah. Know? My favourite one was Morrowind. For a game or expansion? Expansion. Oh, right, yeah, the Island of Soul Slide. Yeah, yeah. I've got the actual game more with, but you know. E- that's tough to play nowadays. <laughs> it is tough. Yeah. It's, um, that has not aged well. No, well, what it is is I'm going to turn it back on more and I'll be like, how many mods do I need to make this playable? Skyrim or Morrowind? Morrowind. you got to have a movement speed one at least. Like you need one for walking speed. Yeah. One so it looks better. Yeah. Or maybe two or three, I don't know. But you can only even do so Maybe much. one for creatures that actually move correctly, another one for combat. <laughs> one so arrows don't weigh anything. I mean, it's just Yeah. <laughs> Back when it came out it was it was like great, you know, it was like a landmark thing, and now you look at it and it's like but then like uh, even Oblivion that came after it that's like I mean it was was better but it's still not I was well and truly on the hype train for that I got an Xbox and borrowed Morrowind off of my friend um, after hearing about the new Elder Scrolls games uh, Oblivion that was coming out and I played Morrowind and I was like this game is 
can like you could go into every single house yeah. every single character had dialogue options I know the depth of detail is quite was incredible in this game um, but it was a fucking slog because he moved so slow I know. in the combat your guy did just jerk his hand forward well the thing is you can actually change it with console commands now for, not for the old Xbox not for, well, not for the Xbox <laughs> but the PC um, so that's what I do I, I cheat that's what Morrowind is for me it's just a cheat machine it's like go in and open the console and it's like total god mode. Yeah. And then you're like invulnerable and you're flying around and you're walking a million miles there, you know what I mean? Yes. And you're like, what's up that big moon and that volcano in the middle that you yeah. have to complete? I just fly up and stand on top of it. <laughs> so look at me! I think, I think it reminds me of how people play Minecraft endlessly. Oh. And I look at that and I think, I couldn't do that with Minecraft. No, but I can't. I, do that with I mean, these games with no, like no the challenge, big... no story or anything, I can't. Yeah, like, uh, Skyrim. That's why with Skyrim, I'm very careful about what mods I actually want. Because I don't want them to, like, change the direction of the game or anything, you know? Well, there's a, there was a mod that was, like, an award winning mod. And then they ended up making an, an entire game based off of it. Yeah, that's a, it's a Sky Oblivion thing, I think. I can't remember, but I, I think it might have been... Well, they won't release the Eternals Morrowind to uh, Skyrim, but... You know, stuff like that I like, but like things that alter the actual story or missions I'm not keen on, you know? Yeah. Or even extra weapons that are just made up, I'm like, ah, oh, I should be more... The Forgotten City, I just googled it while you were talking there real quick. Yeah. Um, so mods. yeah, I've been playing Skyrim mostly. Uh, I've got a couple of these off, so I've just been sinking my time into that. Cause what, the what character have you built? Well, I'm a wood elf at the moment. Oh yeah? Yeah. I usually go uh, a stealthy ranged guy. Alright, oh, okay. With, uh, well, uh, I, um, I go between bow and arrow and uh, dual wielding one-handed weapon. Oh, well, you see, I like hammers. And the two-handed. Yeah, so I got myself like an ebony warhammer. <laughs> uh, and now it does like uh, 40 points of fire damage. So I call it Firehammer! <laughs> firehammer. Yeah, and I just put it all in capitals. <laughs> 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 and honestly, it's brilliant. I've got it hanging up in my house now as well. It's very cool. Um, but no, I do like my bone owl as well. Especially if you're going out hunting, you know. You, you see some... Uh, and you know when you get that skill as well, the skill tree where you can like slow down time. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so you just slow it down, shoot someone in the arse, you know what I mean? It's great. <laughs> oh, oh so yeah, much, so much love for Skyrim. Yeah. Or also for capturing souls, I see you for doing that as well. You need to get those scrolls online. You keep saying that, I haven't done it yet. But, you can get yeah. a copy for four pounds, just <laughs> get it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's, it's, not, it's not still on sale though, is it? And you can get it off other websites, oh. cheap. Oh, GOG, Humble, Humble Bundle Store. Yeah. That's what I think. It's always on sale somewhere. Oh, look, yeah. Although, say not the new expansion to High Rock. It's like 32 quid. Well, I bought the full... A the, bit pricey, but... I bought the full pack with all of it, apart from the newest one. Mm-hmm. For, I think I said this on the last podcast. That's the 25. Yeah. And... Well, the DLC seemed to 
plummeting prices as they come out. Well, that's it. I'm pretty sure we spoke about this. And, and I think by the time I'm done with the rest of the DLC, is it Blackrock? Blackrock will be Black Isle or whatever it's called. What one? The oh, new one, High Rock. Yeah, that, that'll probably be much cheaper by the time I'm finished with the, the bundle that I bought of... Oh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll go, it'll come out for £32. And I think it's due out in the middle of July, maybe. And then, I tell you, by the end of that month, they'll probably be like half price or something. <laughs> but you've got all these uh, expansion packs for uh, Elder Scrolls Online. But then there's also ones that you can only access by buying from the Elder Scrolls Online store in the yeah, game. Yeah, the crown, crown store thing. The crown store, that's right. Um, you buy, do you buy the main game currency, though? Yeah, or you can just pay... Well, you pay for right. uh, crown coins or crown gold or some shit. Um, but then you can choose to buy these zones individually, which all have their own quests and enemies oh, okay. and stuff. Or you get all of that unlocked uh, if you subscribe to... Uh, the ESO all the plus, plus thing. Yeah, ESO I Plus. I they cancelled that, but... All the yeah, online games have that. It's, it, that. That game needs that to run, especially because... They all do it, it, it doesn't have a monthly fee. It's you, you buy the game and then you can keep playing. Yeah. Unlike Final Fantasy, which weirdly weirdly enough, Final Fantasy fourteen they had to take off the market and stop selling the game because it was Yeah, I saw that. After the yeah. new expansion <laughs> and because of especially because of the pandemic, people went back to MMOs a lot more. And one of the more oh, newer and popular yeah. ones yeah. and especially more polished ones is Final Fantasy fourteen. Um yeah. And it's, I'll just say it, it's fucking amazing. I've, I've played it, I've subscribed yeah. to it. You got it, like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's probably, it's the best MMO I've played. Um, and because of the pandemic and because of the hype for the new expansion, there was that many people buying it and the servers <laughs> are just overloaded everywhere yeah. and they had to take it off of sale. Um, and they're like, we can't have any more new players in <laughs> because in order to play the game yeah. people were logging into the game and then having to wait in a queue for hours literally maybe five six hours before the game starts for them um, and they're paying monthly for that yeah not so good <laughs> um, so i got taken off sale for that um, i just went on a massive tangent again got to make money somehow so. well yeah but i think that's a good example of someone how like, not to do it yeah like they weren't prepared for the, the amount of success yeah. but I think it was completely unexpected well it's, it's a big franchise mm. but it's not a bad problem to have but a problem nonetheless well, they probably should have foreseen it but I don't know. yeah um, love MMO games love online games I love co-op games more than see I don't really love online games that much which You'd is like... why I'm sceptical about them You'd like yeah, so like yeah, MMO, MMOs, you know, because yeah. that's basically what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm quite happy with like a a solid single person story. You know what I mean? But uh, see, I got Riders Republic back in October, and uh, it's really the first kind of MMO thing we've got. Oh yeah, the other although it's kind of a hybrid. Other players kind of ghost around you at the time. Yeah, but they don't actually join you in races unless you um like turn on or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they're there but you can't race them, you know. Mm-hmm. It's weird, but it's like a hybrid version, so uh, I'm not keen on that. that, you know, because 
you can kind of see them they're there but they can't affect your game in any way basically yeah yeah. which I like but you know I like online games I think it depends on how they're structured and what the actual overall gameplay is whether it is a competitive game like um, you know me versus you or something, yeah. yeah that I'm kind of tired of all that and I think just because I've been playing competitive online games since I was obsessed with Counter Strike 1.6 <laughs> Now when I'm playing them, I prefer them to be sort of cooperative games, you know, set around like a, a well-built experience designed for the players, instead of it being, you know... Oh, it's something they could get more players on, you know? Yeah. But I think when you play competitive games, it's the same thing after a while. You're just, you're killing other players. When Pretty you're much, yeah. playing a, a cooperative game, like the one that I played more recently was... Uh, Rainbow Six Extraction. Oh yeah. And mind when I first played that, I said to you, I don't like this game. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know what's up with it. It's just yeah. like, it's just like Rainbow Six Siege, but it's it's kind of annoying. Well, easy, sure, yeah. yeah, but they took um, terrorist hunt out of Rainbow Six Siege, oh, which right. was a game mode that you could play on oh. single player, and yeah. it was a co-op mode, and I was gutted because I really enjoyed that mode. But it turns <laughs> out it was because they were beasting up oh. Rainbow Six Extraction which was the latest one which was based off the same exact gameplay and framework yeah it's basically a sick Rainbow Six Siege but, but I don't know different I, I couldn't get into Siege after a while I really enjoyed it and I got good at it and then after a while I was just like the competitiveness it just fucking tired me out <laughs> yeah so when it got to this new co- cooperative spin on the same essentially the same game but this time they're aliens instead of um terrorists um, and then maybe after like the, the first hour of playing it I was like you know what I'm just really starting to enjoy this, this is... and then maybe by <laughs> an hour later I was like I'm hooked I've got I've got I'm into the gameplay loop I understand it all now yeah it's like a Netflix show it's slow to get going but it's actually yeah. really good you know? but it just kind of showed me how much I prefer working with players instead of shooting at them yeah. um, and but then I suppose that's good about you know, if a game uh, keeps you interested, you know, and it mm. kind of gets better as it goes on a bit, you know. I, I do see that wearing itself thin, but there's actually a fair amount of levels. Seeing that, I only played it when I had the, ga- the Game Pass. Oh, Xbox Game Pass. Which yeah. I don't have anymore. I played it. I, I got the Game Pass just to give you did? Extraction a bash for the month. <laughs> So I'm sure there's people who've played it for longer than that month who are sick of it. Yeah, well, but people that have you know play all the time for all that long about that. Right, listen, uh, we should probably move on and talk about things that have actually been happening. Yes. So we should probably start with PlayStation because we've not been here since they uh, made the big purchase. They they bought Bungie, uh, four point seven billion, I think it was. Yeah. I, I don't I don't quite know what to make of this one because they made Destiny, but Destiny's not really a money maker. Mm-hmm. I I you know I wouldn't call it one. Uh, someone pointed out on Twitter that there's like nine hundred thousand current players. You know, and they're like that's that's a lot of money for PlayStation, and I was looking at it, I was thinking, try twenty million. You know, that's what Halo's got in, what, two months? 
or something. It's like you know, it's crazy. But when you think like, I know De- Destiny Two has been out for a while and it's free to play and whatever, but when you think back on it, it was Bungie that first made Halo, that created Halo, and put I know. X- I mean, Xbox on the map in the first place, right? Yeah, so it's so strange that PlayStation had. Yeah, it's a bit weird. It's like. What was it? They made one, two, and three, and then they they split from Xbox and that sort of acrimonious exit. Yeah. Sort of right word acrimonious. The only Halo games I've played were I think were the early Bungie ones, and then the more recent Halo yeah, Infinite. Yeah, one. Yeah. And you free to play online shooter one was good. Um, but yeah, so they they bought that. Um, I I think I said to you it was probably because they're kind of online knowledge not so much their gaming you know what I mean well I think they can also then get the next Destiny could possibly be a PS5 exclusive possibly but because there's a pretty big I don't know if there's as much in that as you know what I mean you think exclusive you think right we're going to make millions of this Mm -hmm. you know what I mean you think Uncharted or Metal Gear Solid or Silent Hill yeah but I don't know if Destiny's that Heavy you know? hitter, yeah. I think uh, even more recently, the fact that it's went free to play shows signs that it wasn't selling so weird. And right. then the fact as well that it's uh, it's not, not quite a shooter, or is it a shooter? I'm not sure if you call it. It's a looter shooter. It's just like Halo, except there's a wee bit more RPG to it. Yeah, because um, I played the first one back on the PlayStation Four when it first came out, I think. So they gave, uh, Halo and Borderlands had a beautiful science fiction base. Yeah, so they're all the, they're all very similar. So I'm like, there's a lot of that type of game out there. So making one exclusive probably wouldn't take over the world, you know. But I don't know. It could be wrong. Um, but yeah, I just I'm not sure about if it's about exclusive, you know. But yeah. Uh, as far as the price goes, four point seven billion. I mean, that's <laughs> seems like a lot for PlayStation. You know, it's a lot of bananas. I, I mean, the potential. I mean, it's nothing compared to Activision Blizzard, but yeah, the, the potential for that to do well is there, though, for sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, there you go. So Destiny Two is free to play, and then. I mean, they may hail also kind of put that on the map. So could they do that place? I don't know. You know what's interesting though is watching all their all PlayStation's acquisitions. Right, is someone pointed this out to me a couple of weeks ago. Is Xbox just they go out and they flash a lot of money and they buy a big developer, and they make games and that's it. PlayStation uh, identify much smaller developers they have a good working relationship with pay a little bit of money and then they turn around making great games so you think of House Marquee Bend Returnal Naughty Dog uh, and Insomniac as well Naughty Dog's a great example of that eh? Naughty Dog's a really good example of that yeah it's like you have The Last of Us and then uh, Insomniac Ratchet Clank Spider-Man House Marquee Returnal uh, Blue Pointer did that abandoned thing, which was pretty cool. Mm. But even he actually kickstart back on the very first PlayStation One, Crash Bandicoot. Um. I mean, <laughs> a timeless classic. It's just. It just knocked it out of the park every odd, time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So it's interesting to see that. Um, this Tumblr Places starts, I remember mentioning Horizon Forbidden West that came out on Friday. Uh, apparently it's very good. I say I, apparently because I can't play it. <laughs> I have the first one on the PlayStation mm-hmm. and I think I got maybe about halfway through it before I stopped playing it. I had it, I had it myself and I never got into it. I can see why people enjoy it so much. I just don't enjoy the setting and the story and I couldn't. It's basically another action adventure game, isn't it? But, um, another big open world type, collectible yeah. type, to-do list type yeah. game. But, um, I never... but it looks just stunning. Like, yeah, visually it looks great, yeah. which you'd expect to be yeah. fair. And it is, it's interesting, it just wore thin for me very quickly. Yeah, it is. But I, I never got into the first one. And I from just, what I've read, the second one's quite similar. Just the whole story, which robot dinosaurs and stuff. It just yeah. like I yeah no, it's just not for me. There's some really cool stuff actually. I'm I'm laughing at robot dinosaurs, but the long neck things in those games are cool as hell. Yeah, it looks a bit. I don't know. It looks a bit iffy. I mean, in terms of the graphics, as you see, it's really tasty. But the rest of it. I mean, apparently the climbing mechanics aren't that good and the controls are a bit clunky and the combat's rubbish. And it's like, <laughs> and it's, like it's been out for, what, four days and uh, people are already finding all this default with it, you know? Yeah. I think that you're always going to have people hating on it. I bet you it's a good game. I bet you it's... The thing is, some uh, people will like it, some people won't like it. But that's exactly so that's it, what right? they are. You know? With the things about online discourse, people tend to be so much more hateful if they don't like it. They're tits, that's the thing. Yeah, they can't tits. just say, oh, I don't really like this game very much. Because, that's why I love it, but yeah. play it all the time. <laughs> I still want to say that. <laughs> they can't, most of the time, and that's why I tend not to actually read on Twitter so much these days because. Well, it, I'm on it for the pod, of course, but I don't yeah. like it can be tiresome because when people dislike it, they can't just say that they don't dislike it. They yeah. have to. I find it funny though sometimes as you read through it, there's just so much R shite, it's just hilarious. <laughs> Honestly, some this. of the crap on there is just brilliant. Some of it's amazing, but some of it really bothers me. And I think some I mean, it makes you think, but it's like, it's just a prop sitting in a chair, yeah. like, you know what I mean? I think for some of them, especially for. Battlefield 2042 launch and how disastrous that was and how bad the game came out and how unhappy most of the fan mm-hmm. base put it and how they've had almost how they've had over a hundred thousand people sign a petition to for a refund a hundred thousand people signed it like that's what Cyberpunk did but I'm not sure that should be how it works it looks like the sort of response people are trying to give to it and it's like fucking brutal because when you look online and uh, one of them was like this guy who had his first credit in a triple A game <laughs> um, and he'd, he'd not long been in the business and the industry and he was really excited my name is in a triple oh. A game yeah I think um, I saw this Battlefield 2042 and he put it out on his Twitter post with his name in the credits and he got fucking destroyed by these so he's not solely responsible but and it's exactly and they were did just you like, see did you see what the uh, EA executive said the other day on Twitter well they acknowledged that it was a fuck up basically no I don't but they blamed what was it they blamed Covid and the Halo multiplayer thing for yeah. the game being shite yeah I did see that like know. what <laughs> I understand I'm sorry guys that doesn't even make sense 
I was reading this thing X Five published as well. It was about um. It's like my game was terrible, right? Yeah. So, because of some people that were off sick, and the game on another platform, which happens to be different to ours, that's yeah. why ours was awful. Yeah. It's like what? I think the the design philosophy for Battlefield Twenty Forty Two was just chopped up and then yeah. rearranged too many times. Oh, I think I think the other problem was that uh, I might be wrong in saying this right because I can't remember off the top of my head but EA had about five different studios working on it which well, sounds I, like too many from what I've read the, the game was built as a battle royale type battlefield well so they had the criteria doing the um, you know like destructible environments and vehicles yeah yeah mm. And then they had a uh, ripple effect, like the newly formed supplier or whatever. So that's two. And then I think dice were on as well, so that's three. <laughs> and then I bet they had another one doing something else. Like in four or five studios. Like, it's that not go back to that thing where too many cooks spoils the broth, you know? Yeah. It's like you've got all these studios that you imagine. Frankenstein. It's like they could have been in this game, they probably just spent weeks arguing about what to do. <laughs> It's just yeah, stuff that's so glaringly wrong with that game. Um, and when I've been playing it, I've clocked something like 88 hours playing Battlefield oh. 2042 since it came out just before. Well, not since it came out, tell a lie, uh, <laughs> since I bought it maybe about two weeks before Christmas now. Oh, okay. So 88 hours, mm-hmm. I'd say I've played it enough to see what's what I think right and wrong with it. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> I'll tell you one for that. <laughs> I'd say that there's like a shitload of technical issues which have been fixed, which are, is going to happen regardless of. I'm sure they'll get there eventually. Yeah, especially. It'll just take got, time, that's the thing. Yeah. People want everything now, you know. Even if you've got a small game um, and you're releasing it and it's an online game, you're going to get hundreds of thousands of players that are going to be doing things that you weren't expecting them to be doing. And it's going to cause new bugs that you weren't aware of, mm-hmm. and new glitches, yada yada yada. That's how it happens. You can only bet a test so much before you have to release oh. the game. Um, but they didn't really do that that well. They released the game too early anyway. But the actual design. What's wrong with the game isn't the technical stuff that goes wrong with the glitches. <laughs> that it's the actual game design. So if you've got like a big open area and you need yeah. to go and capture the point, you've got like a bunch of guys protecting that point and you're running across a field with absolutely no cover <laughs> and like you just get blasted to bits every single time. And then yeah. they, they're like, well, we'll just make more players in the game. So instead of the 64 players, it's now 128. <laughs> so it's like, you can't really advance towards the objective because there's too much chaos going <laughs> around. Yeah. You. And it made for some absolutely fantastic moments where I'm like having a sniper battle and, and I'm playing as healer and reviving the guy who's next to me and slowly pushing the line forward and like t- t- looking up to take another fucking shot at this sniper and two planes collide in the middle of uh, the battlefield <laughs> and just rain fire down and cause more death and stuff like yeah. that. And that sort of stuff, because there's so many players in like that it area, just, yeah. it happens more often. So it just seems like when the game works, it works fucking incredibly well. 
You know what? It, it's, it, it kind of goes back to what I said about the stews. It kind of sounds like uh, one wanted to make a certain type of game, like a battle royale, like you said. Mm-hmm. One wanted to design it, but in a different way. Mm-hmm. One wanted it to kind of work, but in a different way. And one wanted to do the art, but in a different way. So <laughs> you've got four jigsaw pieces that don't really fit together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think to fix the game, they're going to have to, at the very, very bare, 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 bare minimum, bare minimum yeah. is change the maps. They need to change the maps. They need to redesign the maps. I think that, I mean, the best way to do that is to bring in new ones and phase out the old ones. But, but even just fix the ones that we've got with all these broad open areas. Yeah, but what I mean is they're still active while you're fixing them, so that makes it more complicated. Well, even then, for the most part, they would patch it. Um, so you would next time you you turn the game on, it, it, up it just has to update. Otherwise, it won't launch. Um, but I guess you could do that. Then you've got the case of the guns. I think I think there's twenty seven guns. That's probably wrong. There's twenty three or twenty seven guns in Battlefield twenty forty two. And Battlefield four, which came out yonks back now, <laughs> launched with eighty four yeah. guns. So you think, holy fuck, man! Like, where's like, like why, why, why have you missed the the mark here so much? <laughs> X Fire published that report saying I think in the past week, EA executives had a meeting, um, yeah. and twenty minutes of it was a discussion of how they fucked this up exactly. Yeah. So it, I, mean, was, I didn't see the what they said, but it was basically an admission that is like. We are absolutely not happy. Not only is like, um, original. Remember standard. the originally they didn't admit it. They were like, "Oh yeah, it's just a mistake." Exactly. Yeah. I'd and then now they're like, "Oh no, this is quite bad." Actually, it was basically <laughs> seeing that that not only was it below um the customers' expectations, um, but it was way below that their own standards. So, um, like, That's... how in the fuck can they launch a game and then say that afterwards? You know. Do you know what this is another cyberpunk, right? So that means this time next year, it will be fine. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. The thing is, it's an EA game, and we all don't like EA very much, don't you? Know? I fucking hate EA. But well, I do, I do game, like Battlefield, and I do like DICE, and I do like the people that work for EA. Well, I was going to say that most of their games are good <clears throat> on the whole. Mm. But their model on DLC and support and all that stuff is just awful. It's what killed Dead Space. Probably. Which is my favourite franchise. And then also all their apps, IEA desktop app, that's yeah. awful as well. But if you look back through history, you've seen that uh, in EA's track record, they get these little companies and squeeze them um, until there's nothing left. And then, like, part of that squeezing them the is best, jamming the be- microtransactions. The best example of that now is Maxis and Sims is yes. getting mad. Yeah. yeah. There was actually another pack releasing tomorrow? Maybe tomorrow it's called My Wedding Stuff. <laughs> like, what? You get married in the Sims. Yeah, it's like wedding dresses and churches and suits and shit, you know. Can you remember the backlash from Battlefront 2 when that launched? I don't know. And people boycotted it. Because um, they, they released the game where you could buy these packs um, and it was like this little goodie bag. All the, all, yeah, it's all the kind of loot 
pack. Yeah, so you could have like a missile launcher on your character because you got it in a goodie bag pack and none of the other players have got one because they haven't bought one and you're just just killing everybody. Yeah, they've just got like a pistol or something. <laughs> and they've got like an extra shield and lot more health than you because they've paid money for it. And people boycotted the game and shit because of that. No, because it's all about like uh, unfair advantage and shit, you know. Not only that, is it supporting gambling and young people who like well, start with them. Is Belgium not outlawed that or something? A lot of places have now. Loot packs yeah. and shit. They, they it happens fucking, a lot on Ultimate Team, that's the worst one. It went on a red alert when uh, Rockstar published the casino update for oh, their wow. online one. That's An actual virtual casino. Thing. The main demographic of Grand Theft Auto Online is kids. You know, like teens. Know, and that's, just and that's from 13 to 18, 19. Yeah, and then it's just like gambling. It's just Literal gambling in a virtual casino at that point for real money that they use for shark cards that they put into the game. Oh, that's just... And you don't win real money back. So, um, I don't know what sort of laws happen, but something something oh. happened with that and they had to update it and change it. So, I don't think... It's like, real money to this day, I don't think... Uh, gambling in games is illegal but it should be really well, if you're using real money then yeah yeah for sure especially consider how much the games cost now and it's not even so much that is that it just can't be regulated they can't make sure that the person who's gambling online is 18 years old so they should no care. not a video game um, because it's like what I did when I was if I wanted an old game my mum bought it yeah you know and my yeah. dad bought it or something. and it's like <laughs> the same story nowadays like um my nephews and stuff like that their parents details are registered to that account yeah. not theirs yeah you know to their to that machine like I I moved away from all that shit but I know exactly what you mean yeah to, so to that machine and to the account connected to it it's like they're not registered as you know a six year old or whatever yeah um, not that not that that's overly a bad thing but in terms of actual restriction on content it doesn't work I know not for video games anyway and it never has done I mean I got Manhunt when that first came out <laughs> yeah because that's related to gambling yeah. <laughs> I just meant like restricted things like when you when you think gambling you also think you know casinos um, and yeah 18 rated movies casino cigarettes fireworks yeah. booze all the stuff that's basically that's taken, heavily regulated yeah right? and taken care of well it's not really taken care like of like cigarettes they've all got plain packaging they're all wide to shy you can't yeah. see them yeah uh, you're not allowed to bring them into the country I don't think all that shit but there's just something there to stop there's a buffer there I know at least where that's not there online you know what's interesting is they've done that with like watching porn online but they haven't done it with gambling and video games it seems like quite a why could you not just do them both at the same time? Kinda. Of. It's not even so much, I suppose, with porn, it's almost just as bad because you can just go into a web browser and just type it and it'll appear, right? No. Just type the magic word. But you do the national law as well. <laughs> and then all they've done now is um, you go on these sites, it's just a button that says, I'm 18. Yeah, sure I am. What the hell? And they have to have that as a legal requirement, right? I know, but it's not actually checking. And that's it, that's the buffer. That's the, the that, that's the problem yeah. it's got. Yeah. But then it's like... like I, if, I, if that was the, the bouncer at a pub and me, 17 years old, 16 years old, going into air, um, wanting to drink illegally and the yeah. bouncer just asked me, are you over 18? 
instead of do you have ID, he just says, Are you breaching? And I say, Yeah. Oh. He's like, All right, okay, on you go then. I know. Say, okay, great, great work. It's, a hard, hard, it's yeah. a hard thing. It's like, What do you do about it? <laughs> Um, that's something you need to think about. That's for the parents. It's all in the parents. Yeah. And just before we get completely lost, another big place to stick close is uh, Grand Turismo 4. Uh, it comes out next month. Grand Turismo? I'm not interested in Grand Turismo at all. No, I haven't been for a year either. I've played them before, but I didn't like them because... Too realistic. Well, you know how you get... There's like two types of racing, right? You get your need for speed type of game where you your just kind of jump in a car your simulators right yeah jump in a car drive fast and, or you get your um, more fine point mortgage if you like you know mm-hmm. your grand Trisbo, the crew ladder, where you um, you turn on your game and then it's like select your tyres select what type of paint you want select <laughs> which area you want your tyres yeah, select yeah. the thickness of the door handle yeah. Select the colour of your costume, select the plastic on your helmet, it's just fucking duck. And I think that's the problem with Grand Trisbo now, is um, they've basically made it worse and worse every iteration. Because I had to, I had Grand Trisbo 3 and then I had Grand Trisbo 5 maybe. You know I don't mind the realistic driving simulating games. Um, I do prefer arcade ones. I mean, you are both been on record saying that the burnout yeah, games prefer arcade racing give game. us burnout any day. Red Racer, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they are brilliant. When I do see one going cheap, then yeah, I'll rip it. Uh-huh. Yeah, or if when Forza and stuff like that, if it comes out in Game Pass, I will bash. I'm not paying fifty pounds for it. I'm not Forza's quite. Yeah, Forza it's an arcade, more, but it's more arcade nowadays. I can just remember the first one. That was the last Forza. I think yeah. it's been quite a realistic one. Um, it's um, yeah it's hard it's like I tried to play it with a controller and it just didn't work so I think that was me <laughs> I think um, I'm going to reinstall Sonic All-Star Racers on my PC no, no. oh I was meant to say yeah there was an update out for uh, Super Mario Kart on the Switch what was that and there's a sh- they give you a shitload of courses for it <laughs> I saw this. So like ten new tracks for fucking. No, there's more than that. Um, there's because it was on the Nintendo Direct. Generous. Oh, so it was. Yeah. Um, which was actually incredibly disappointing. Still on the news, Zelda news. Um, yeah, they were late. They announced a bunch of new games. I can't remember. Yeah, it was them pretty. All. It was pretty late. Oh, before you mention that, let's just give the section a heading, right? This is now called the Switch section. The switch section. Yeah, the Switch, switch section. Switch. So now you can talk about the, yeah. The switch. <laughs> yeah, the switch section. <laughs> um uh, yeah, no, I was just looking for the courses to get uh the DLC pack because I can't remember how many exactly it was, but you get like a a good good extra pack, the booster pass. Yeah, there was, there was quite a few. I don't know how many, but I did um, see it. It was some crazy number. I can't remember. There you go. 48. 48. 48. Fuck it out. 48 courses. <laughs> That's a lot. It's not like a brand new game either. That's basically well, a brand well, new Well, the new one you keep playing it, so, you know. But I think Mario Kart 8 had already refined the Mario Kart formula. Oh. By the time it had reached it, um, it was actually a Wii U title. So but then that's a big thing, wasn't it? Mario. 
Mario Kart. Just Mario Kart. Mario, Mario, Mario Games. Like, yeah. It, it's Excellent. There's another one here that's coming out. Um, Manu Strikers Battle League Football. Yeah. Just boring. put Mario on everything. You watch. But they've been doing that for years. Like, yeah, Mario Tennis, Mario Golf. <laughs> Mario. It, it, I know, but it, it works. Yeah. If they can actually... Uh, just Mario Strikers is due out on... Let me look for the date here. There we go. 10th of June. 10th of June. 10th of June. It's being put together by... Next Level Games. Who are now a subsidiary of Nintendo. Because Nintendo bought them uh, last year. 2021. Mm. Was it 21? That uh, Mario Kart Booster Pass. The 48 courses... You don't get the four, all 48 courses at the same time, though. Oh. Is it like It's released in waves, I think. Oh, right, okay. Um, well, that makes sense, though, because it would be a massive update, really, if they did all at once. It's just uh, all in the aim of keeping people pointing their eyeballs at Mario Kart. <laughs> um, I think in the next couple of weeks, I'll be getting myself a copy of Pokemon Arceus. Oh yeah, I've had it coming up. Because that looks fantastic. It does. It takes the, it takes the whole franchise in a new direction, which is kind of good because, even I was getting a bit bored of the whole, yeah. you know, catch Pokemon train it for a million hours. <laughs> but I generally do move on. Do you know what I mean? Back when I was first into Pokemon, when I was obsessed as a child, and I, I mean know. obsessed and had all the toys. Yeah. And t-shirts and the hats and the Pokedex well, we had the movies and everything mm. but the games took so long yeah and even when they had the Gamecube and stuff like that we were like why is there not a 3D Pokemon on the Gamecube why is there not like why is there not a game that looks like Mario except it's Pokemon <laughs> why have we not had that yet and, and now finally here it is to be fair game. right they did try to change you know the, the whole catch Pokemon train it be a gym thing mm. they did try to just change that with uh, Sun and Moon mm. and then Alistair Zanderspoon when it was like go out catch some Pokemon and then face an island leader or something and then move on to the next island. yeah yeah it didn't really work but it was okay but now they've, they've completely changed it and yeah. But I have to say, it looks excellent. It plays well, looks great, and I haven't heard any complaints. It looks like really. they've done more to um, change like, the actual gameplay. Well, it's the mechanics, isn't it? Because you don't really fight the leaders as such anymore. Well, it looks even so when you see a, a, a fight taking place, like you throw a Pokemon down, like you throw a Pokeball out, the Pokemon comes out. And it looks more like it does in like the TV show. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean, right? And then I was so like, you're playing the TV show. What can you? What more can you possibly want? <laughs> and somebody actually said that on Twitter, and I forget who it was, but they said, um, after playing Pokemon Arceus and just wandering about the very first section for over ten hours. I know you just want to watch the the very first uh, episode over again. Well, he says it. It reminded them of that, and how they can they finally understand why you can just. Why Ash just walked about doing random bullshit for a hundred episodes instead of, <laughs> instead of yeah, doing that. That actual funny. productive things, right? Because um, catching them is just basically throwing balls everywhere. Yeah. So, I mean, stop, th- stop! 
people say that the, the gameplay loop in itself is just that good and within the first section that there's but yeah look well it looks fun and then it is right yeah. it's still pokemon and everyone loves fucking pokemon so you know for sure i think the... uh, can i just shove something else in quickly here before we move on you sure something else in the switch section uh the i don't know if you saw this the Legend Zelda Majora's Mask joins the N64 lineup on the expansion pack thing. Yeah, I saw that. It was kind of disappointing though because they remastered Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask for the 3DS and they did an absolutely fantastic job on both of them. They had it down to a T and improved upon it. And so it's just a shame that we can't play then instead. But, you know, beggars can't be choosing. This all Zelda game yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, One other game I was talking to you before we started recording the Assassin's Creed Ezio Collection No Wednesday. I may actually get that. I might get it. Well, I'll check, it, I'll check it out now, right? But I presume it's 1, 2 and 3. Because that's the main Ezio games. Yeah. I mean, you may get bothered, but I don't know. Has one, two, and three not been out in the Switch for a while now? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Find out. Well, uh, Assassin's Creed Ezio Collection Switch, right? Can't switch. Yeah, worth buying. Ezio Collection gives me this. Includes competing players. Hey, so you get. Alright, oh, so it's two Brotherhood Revelations. Well, that's a bit shite. I mean, they already had the first three out. Possibly. I don't know if they've just remastered them or what. What else is coming out? Which, which else is out already? Well, on Switch. On Switch. On the Switch. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> is, I, I know I was about to say, is uh, two updates that came with the Switch Online emulators. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, this is just stuff that um, I see on Twitter. The built-in NES and SNES that you get when you subscribe to Nintendo Online. Oh, the, the um, like backwards compatible, whatever it is, yeah, the old games, I don't know what you mean. Yeah, where you just, you can download that and you can play the old games on it. They both got updated, the NES and the SNES with Earthbound Beginnings and Earthbound, which are like two of the best Nintendo games ever made all time. The best ones. <laughs> that never got a UK release. Um, neither of them, not on the Nintendo or the Super Nintendo. So now you can play them for paying, what was it, like £3.50, £3.70 or something like that for a Nintendo online subscription. Mm-hmm. And now you can get to play Ninten and Ness and Ground Magicant. And he's, he's this character that everybody's seen in Smash Bros, but they don't understand how awesome the games are that he's from. Yeah. I've still got my 3DS in the house, actually. And uh, I've got lots of Pokemon games. And I've also got some other things, I don't know. I used to have something called Fantasy Life, it was cool. Yeah, I had Fantasy Life. And I had another one called Ever Oasis. Mm-hmm. I had that too. Did you? Mm-hmm. What the fuck, Andy? Yeah. Shadowing me. <laughs> I I've always liked Nintendo. Um, yeah, I, there's, there's always been something about uh, Nintendo games. 
or Nintendo exclusives or whatever they were called. You know? It's weird because they're cartridges. You have this weird thing about wanting to collect them. The whole thing is you, you can't really scratch a cartridge as such, yeah. can you? Well, that's why they never come down in fucking value either. Nintendo games are always full price and always expensive. Yeah. And they're good, though. That's why they get away with it. Yeah, true, true, true. Uh, right. Well, shall we close the Switch section? Hmm? Uh, we'll close the Switch section. We should probably talk about Elden Ring. Elden Ring releases this week what was it this Thursday Wednesday I can't remember anyway uh, yeah so Elden Ring is going to be huge I think um, it's it's the next Dark Souls but it's not actually a Dark Souls game it's Dark Souls does open world with George R. R. Martin well the thing is it's made by the same people but it's not actually a Dark Souls game is it as such from software do um a very specific genre of game <laughs> and, yeah. and they've done it and they did it with Dark Souls they did it with Demon's Souls well we'll see now this one doesn't look as dark so you know Bloodborne and then Elden Ring looks to be their most mainstream one so far so it looks like they're trying to get the biggest audience looks like they're making it easier um, supposedly but I, I don't know I don't know if there's difficulty settings or if there's just the option. I heard there was but I don't I would be gra- I would be glad if there was because it'd be grand because I'd like to play it on more yeah. hard difficulty. There's been a few times where I've kind of wished there was a difficulty settings trying to get through Bloodborne, but I know that makes me. I don't think you're the only lame. one to be fair. Um, but yeah, no, Elden Ring looks good, and George R R Martin's amazing, so I can't yeah. see how that could be a bad thing. Yeah, I know. Looking forward to that one. Um, <clears throat> that's to say, Elden Ring is going to be huge. Um, the hype's also quite big. <laughs> yeah. People getting carried away in the hype is just a bit silly, I think. I think even just before we knew anything about it, the fact that From Software was working on a new project with George R. R. Martin was enough to set people off. Well, I think so. I think... I mean, they must have known that when they mm-hmm. said it, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, just it's a bit like when uh, a movie studio or whatever is like, uh, you know, they tell you they're working with this big time writer, you know what I mean? Or actor yeah, exactly. Or one of your favourite actors like you just, or writers in a movie. There's that kind of expectation there, yeah. you know? Um, <clears throat> so I think that's kind of what it is. Do you know what I don't get, though, is the... Uh, this doesn't uh, isn't just about but games in general is games keep well some games not all games obviously some games keep going gold before they've been released I don't get how that happens going gold means it's ready to be released yeah but how do they know that um, I don't know I mean you just do enough bug fixing and polish to say that it's, it's ready it's done <laughs> but they do that and then everyone tells them they're not ready so yeah, and uh, a lot of games nowadays are going gold and getting released when they're not. Uh, I mean, I mean, Forza, Forza Island 4 got it, and then Elden Ring's got it. But, um, I mean, I would expect that to be it, really. 
And going gold is just a term I think that means that it's ready for production now. Production ready. I mean, I'd imagine so, but... Consumer ready, whatever the fact. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, no, I just... It kind of annoys me, it's like... This game, not even now, it could be terrible. And you just give that gold medal, you know? You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's not like uh, it's, it's not an award. It's more of just a technical. Term. I know, but that's what we think of when we think yeah. gold, yeah. like a gold medal or a gold trophy. You know, it's like it's a bit like an Olympian turning up and not doing any events, <laughs> and then and then at the end, the person just goes, "Here's a gold medal just for turning up." You but know? I mean, if you did have to award yourself before releasing the game, it's not like you would award yourself bronze. That's true. <laughs> Copper. Reward yourself with money. Yes. We all love money. Cash. Cash. Cash money. Uh, I'm just looking to see if there's any other interesting games out this month. Here's one coming out on the Switch that appeals to me. And I think I can tell what it is without reading about it. It's called Autobahn Police Simulator 2. That sounds awful. <laughs> it sounds... <laughs> well, it's on Switch, so you can try it if you want. Mm. Uh, Life is Strange True Colours has also come to Switch as well. That's the 25th February. Uh, Elder Ring. Oh yeah, something I looked at. Grid Legends. That's been done by uh, Codemasters. They're now under EA since he bought my thing. Uh, this is like the next game. You remember the British time of Grid Games? No. I mean, yeah, no, yeah, I've I've seen them. I've just never played them. Yeah, well, the Great Legend is like the next one and possibly the last one. I don't know. And it looks really, really good, but apparently the story's pants. Although it's a recent game, so I've always d- did wonder why some of them need a, a story. And then because it's on, yeah, and then because it's under EA's guidance, obviously we're all worried about uh, DLC and loot and shit, you know, so. And um, plus, it's going to be included on E Play or E Play Pro, one of the two. So it's a bit like, because it's going to be fifty quid to buy. So it's like it's not really worth buying no. now. I mean, you could get E Play for basically a year, over a year, for the same price. You know what I mean? Not that you would want E A Play, E A Play really. Not really, I mean, you get. Well, you get Jedi Fallen Order. But I own that. Mm-hmm. And you get Dragon Age, but I own that too. <laughs> you can get Dragon Age really cheap as well when it goes on sale. I've got Inquisition for free. Yeah. But it's, yeah, you can get them on cheap as well, though. It's pretty old. Because they're all a few years old now, and they're supposedly working on the next one. I hope Dragon so, because Inquisition was amazing. Yeah. I really enjoyed Inquisition. I heard, I heard that, uh, is it Bioware? Do a Dragon Age and a Bioware. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I heard that Bioware ran into some trouble. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but they had some trouble with Dragon Age. I don't know what that means or even if it's true, but... Yeah. And your Dragon Age would be amazing. Prob- it probably will, but... It depends what they... What kind of direction they decide to go in. The past few ones have changed the combat every time, but kept the fundamentals the same. Yeah, I mean, if it was me, I would have said leave it the same. But Origins was the best. I never played Origins. Origins was good. Was it? 
Uh, yeah, Grand Trismal 7 next month. Babylon's Fall is also a PlayStation exclusive. Well, I kind of forgot about that. Never heard of it. I've heard of it, but I don't really know much about it, but it's out on the 3rd. So the day before Grand Trismal. Uh, I'm just having a look. Here, see if there's anything else. WWE 2K22, that's on the 8th of March. It actually looks pretty decent, but it's 2K, so, you know, 2K sports games aren't. The last one got, like, rotten tomatoes thrown at it and stuff. Oh. Did you see the thing about, um, was it Ubisoft that put out, maybe? A sales of, well, I don't know if it's sales, but uh, total income from Assassin's Creed Valhalla has now passed a billion. Wow. Yeah, so it's like, they'll be pretty happy with that. Nice little bonus for the staff. I know, because they only released, when was it, like October? No, a year, I can't remember. Has it been a year? Been a while. Uh, here's another one for you. Disco Elysium, the final cut, comes to Switch. I've been meaning to get this. It looks really, really, really good. I actually watched my friend play the first section. Yeah. Where the character wakes up and has a conversation with a mirror. And it's fantastic. I own it, but I haven't played it yet. Uh, I think you'd enjoy it. It's very funny. Very oh, that's a great game. It's a PC exclusive called Lake. I don't know if I told you about Lake. Yeah, yeah, you spoke about it Lake. It comes yeah. to PlayStation on the 25th. Ah. So if you're on PlayStation, you should totally check that out. Lake. It's a little indie game, but it's fucking awesome. No, it's a slice of life game. Yeah. It's just a, such a relaxing atmosphere thing, you know. Um, so yeah, that's that. Um, there was... An announcement today that came out from Bethesda that they're dropping the Bethesda launcher. Good. <laughs> Drop all the launchers, get rid of all of them. Well, that's what I would say, but I think the reason they're doing it, apart from the fact it's terrible, yeah. <laughs> is the fact that, because um, it's basically its own store, like, so you download it as a thing and then you go on, you can buy a game and launch it and launch it from there. Mm-hmm. I think there must only be about 2% of the people's, people in the world have actually done that. Yeah. So it's not worth it. And then the other thing as well is Xbox have probably looked at it and said, you, you're, you spent a bunch of fucking server space for nothing. Mm-hmm. So what they're doing is migrating all over Steam now. All of it? Well, all the services and the launcher are moving to Steam, so like the game show and the saves. Well, now we're on Steam. Any DLC. But for folks who bought it off the Microsoft Store, it'll still be through that. I'm guessing for the likes of. Well, uh, apparently they're all going to Steam, so. So if you got like. Uh, game Pass, you got Fallout 76. No, if there's some Game Pass, it'll stay on Game Pass. Because yeah. you're basically renting, you don't own it as such. I'm talking about people that own it. Or bought licenses through the launcher or Steam or anything else. They should do that with all the launchers. Even yeah, the, I know. Because they're all pants. Or the EAs have got a fucking Origin and EA Access or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, I know. So EA is rubbish, right? Rockstar launcher is yeah. terrible. Yeah. Bethesda launcher is, is pants. Yeah. I think Ubisoft 
You play is okay because it actually actively gives you stuff. Yeah, and it always gives you free gifts and shit. Yeah, so I, I played a lot of... And it gives you news, yeah. but the rest of them are just terrible. And it's cross-platform. Can you think of another terrible launcher? I'm sure there's some out there. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, um, basically, any, any launcher is bad. <laughs> Even Steam is kind of shite that you have to... No, that is, but... Load up Steam to play your games. I know. You know what nice about Steam is every time you turn on your laptop and double-click on Steam, it downloads updates. Yeah. Every single time. Yeah. It's like, I just, I just like your update this morning. Yeah. And it's like three hours later, it's like, oh, I better check for updates again. It's like, what? It's just mad. Anyway, they're dropping that, so everyone's moving to Steam. That's weird. So, uh, which kind of affects me because you know how I said I want more wind. Oh yeah. I got more wind for free on its twenty fifth anniversary maybe. Holy shit. I know, holy shit indeed. That was like three years ago, so it's now like twenty eight years old. <laughs> anyway, so I got it for free on twenty fifth anniversary and that was on the launcher, so it will now migrate to Steam. So more wind will be on my Steam account. Yes. That's actually more handy, isn't it? It is. And then I'll have um, Oblivion in the sky as well, so all all together. Yeah. And the saves are meant to uh, migrate over as well. This is like a lot of work for the folk team, though. Yeah, well, yeah <laughs> but apparently they do it, not me, so yeah. that's fine. Like, I'm not fucking doing that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that sounds brilliant, so I'm delighted about that, because as you say, it's rubbish. Yeah. And the other thing is you have to download it, so it's another program on your computer that you don't actually use yeah. so I can't wait to uninstall it <laughs> although saying that you, you've you got Elder Scrolls Online right you know how you've got to log in when you start the game yeah that's your Bethesda.net details you'll still have to log in with your details they're keeping the login thing they're just getting rid of the actual launcher. Ah, so you'll that still makes need, sense. Yeah. You'll still need the details for like, logging into the website and logging into the game and, you know, because that's the like, online support network thing. But yeah, you're right, the launcher going, that's crap. Oh, yes. Elder Scrolls Online is one that it would be like you'd have to fire up the Bethesda launcher to fire up the Elder Scrolls Online oh, launcher. Just, just <coughs> it's the same with Steam. You have to fire up Steam to fire up That's the so launcher. It's like it's like what you were doing. Was it you or was it me? I can't remember. I did. I downloaded the uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint demo on Epic. Yeah. And I had to load up Epic, and then I opened Ubisoft, and then I had to log into Ubisoft. <laughs> yeah. And then it connects into Epic, and then it started the game. So, oh God, I've basically spent my two hours, and I'm not even started yet. I um. Well, when I bought Battlefield 2042, I bought it off of the Epic Games Store. Oh, yeah. And then it's like, okay, well, it registers to your Origin account. I was like, right, okay, so... You've got to open that. You have to open up the Epic Games Launcher and open up Origin to launch the one game. But then I also, because I want to use the EA Play app, which you have to use if you want to use... Mass Effect oh, or oh, any God. of that stuff from the Game Pass store. <laughs> so I was downloading Mass Effect Legendary Edition and had to download this EA desktop app and every time I wanted to play Battlefield 2042 
I would boot up Epic Games Store and then click Battlefield and it would go to launch Battlefield but instead of launching Origin it would launch the EA Access desktop dog <laughs> shit app and give me this error message Fucking and just not play the game and it was uh, it was just a prime example of why launchers are just unnecessary yeah just scrap yeah. them all rant yeah <laughs> yeah get rid of all of them yeah, I'm just reading here that Shadow Warrior 3 will be on PlayStation now at launch. I think that's the first time they've ever done that. PlayStation now? Yeah. So, D&D. You know how Game Pass do that D&D thing? Mm. This is PlayStation now. And I'm thinking back and I think it's the first time they've ever done that. I don't think you've ever had a game car and go straight to that. Because they, they should just yeah. didn't do that, did they? Yeah. There's some that came on soon after launch, right enough, but not... Oh, yeah, but that's... Because it, it used to be... Um, well, it still kind of is. Is PlayStation games from the past. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they're now... So I'm just wondering if this is part of the kind of... You know how everyone keeps talking about they're coming up with Compare for Game Pass. Mm-hmm. This could be... They have to now. They have start to step up. They, well, they keep saying it, but they never seem to do that. Yeah. But this could be the start of something. I mean, it's not a massive title, but the fact that it's coming day one is, um, I don't know, exciting, I guess. I do like the idea of uh, PS Now being better because I've subscribed to it a few times when well, they were to try. But they've never... I could go on now and just look at the same library that I looked at <laughs> like a year ago when I subscribed last time yeah. the only times that I really go on to it is if there's two or three like mm. if I've not been on in a few months and there's two or three of them on it that I think you know I want to play I want to try those out so I'll pay for the month just to demo those yeah absolutely I've, I've done that myself but for an actual subscription service that I pay month to month just to keep playing those games, no way. They all kind of, they're just, yeah, no. <laughs> well, I've never had it, but I've looked at it. But, but it's, it's always had that thing about, it's old games. Yeah. But this is, this could be them changing their kind of tack, if you like. You know? What they should do is the same thing as Nintendo's doing. Which is um, how you, they can boot up. If you're on a Nintendo Switch, you can boot up the NES or the SNES. If you're on a PS5, you should be able to boot up your PS1 or a PS2 and play a PS1 or PS2 ROMs that you've got subscribed. You know? Yeah. I know what you mean. Uh, right. You'll need to tell me about this one because I don't know anything about it. Street Fighter 6. I don't actually know anything about it either. Oh, Andy, such a letdown. Yeah, the new the new logo text just looks. Apart from apart from the fact that everyone's been making fun of the logo. Yeah, <laughs> I d- that's the only thing. I've saying seen. it looks like word art or something. Yeah, it looks like it's in an office building somewhere. Yeah, but um, the actual game, I don't. I've never played a Street Fighter game really. Oh man, they are amazing. Yeah. I mean, I you played one of the older ones on an arcade machine, yeah. but I don't own any. They're always just just tight as fuck, accurate as hell. Yeah. Good fighting games. But yeah, I think it could be uh, like Capcom's next big thing. 
Well, it's been their big thing for years now, Street Fighters. Yeah, but they didn't actually make one. Until now. Capcom never developed them. No, they did. I mean, after five, there was... Alright, yeah. There was five, it's been like quite a big gap. Yeah, they rehashed it a bunch of times, they did five. (laughs) uh, They did the same with four, they did like... uh, Super Street Fighter 4 Super Street Fighter 4 Tur- Turbo yeah, we did that's that well then well, that's not well as well and it's just yeah they'll do the same with 6 no doubt but um, yeah no I I'm sure Street Fighter it should be good Street Fighter is always good they released a was it a video or an image or something on Twitter and it's like a picture of a guy's toes <laughs> And, well, it's his foot, but you see his toes, yeah? <laughs> and uh, the toes are so incredibly detailed. <laughs> and there was a caption from, I don't know who it was, Kotaku or Eurogame or something. And it was like, uh, it was like Street Fighter Six is coming with incredibly detailed toes. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah that's going to be the sell point of the game, guys. <laughs> got, to, got to see that 4K in effect. I know, 4K fee, guys, <laughs> this is just crazy shit. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so that I don't really do fighting games, but yeah, something for you to keep an eye on. Yeah, people are going about the logo, but the fact that there's a new Street Fighter is just cool. So yeah. I mean, I'm happy with that. I know. <clears throat> mm. Right, something was announced today, right, and it re- it made me really, really angry. <laughs> oh fuck! Because just just when I arrived in your house an hour or so ago, yeah. Mm-hmm. They announced House Flipper 2. That means you're... I bought the first one last month! Yeah, well, I mean, you've still got got all that content to get through before you go into the second one. Yeah. Well, there's DLC packs and shit as well. Is there levels to it? Do you progress through it? Uh, You you can upgrade your stuff in that, yeah. It's like a skill tree type system. You can finish the game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think it would take ages, to be honest, but... There is DLCs in that as well, but... That's a good thing. But least. I'm just like... I don't want it to be a sequel. I just want it to be a standalone thing. You just have them build on that. And then it's like, you're thinking, no, this is fine, this is great. And they come along and say, oh, we're making a second one. Like, oh, no. <laughs> it just depends on whether he's built on it in a better way or not. I mean... <sighs> it might have new mechanics that make it better. Might be better graphics. They released a video and it looked really good. But I don't know how the game cards would be different from as now. Yeah. Like, you wipe windows, check. <laughs> uh, paint walls, check. Lay tiles, check. Uh, fit fixtures, check. Uh, you know, what, what else can you possibly do? Well, you're the house flipper enthusiast. I'm sure you'll have to buy it and let us know. Well, I might not pay full price for though. Sorry, Frozen District, but... How much is it? Well, I paid £5 for a house flipper on Epic. How much is the new one? Two? I don't know, it's not out yet. It won't be out for ages. That's some just announced today, but... How much was the first one full price? Uh, I think it was 27 quid or something. Woof! Well, it, it dropped down, but I think that's what it was originally. Yeah, that's pricey for what it is, though. That's... I mean, it's not too bad, but... <laughs> um. But you know, if it, if it's twenty seven thirty quid again, I'll not be paying that no, because I don't need it right now, and also because probably not worth it. Mm. 
because House Flipper 1, there's still, um, there's still some errors. Is that the way, the right, the right explanation? There's some, um, so like some words in certain emails are spelled wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes a sound doesn't work. Sometimes a if button it doesn't execute correctly. You know, there's certain things that don't do what they're meant to do. Is it still getting updated? Uh, I can't remember actually. Because <laughs> they might have just not support it anymore if he's building on two. Well, do you know what? Right? I've got it on Epic and I've got it set to auto update. But the problem is, it updates in the background. I see you don't playing the games. So I never notice. Yeah. So I think it is, but I don't know. Huh. Um, so yeah, so House Flipper 2 will be out, I don't know, next year, maybe? I don't know how they often said. House Flipper. I've seen one on the Switch that actually reminded me of you. It was a train, run, a train yard renovator. What one? Train oh, right, yeah. I got train the, yard the renovator. Tra- train station renovation. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I've got the demo that on the Steam. I didn't like it. No? Well, it's basically the same as House Flipper, except, you know, you have to pick up a high of garbage and carry it to the skip. Mm. I can't really fuck with that. It's all bad. It's all bad. It's all bad. It's House Flipper. It's pretty easy. You just walk in, pick up your hand, and it disappears. Do you have to do that with all the litter in the game? On? Train station, yeah. you do. Yeah. But House Flipper, you don't. Oh, fuck that. How slippery you just walk in and pick it up and it disappears. <laughs> and then you can you can get on with dealing with the actual shit. That was the one reason it made you not like that game. <laughs> I know. <laughs> There's something about those games like what was the other one that's released on GOG? Gas Station Simulator. Is that good? I don't know, but it looks the same as train station damage. <laughs> <generation. laughs> I have to carry the garbage out. There's even like ranch simulator. Yeah, I know, and then you basically uh, take an old run-down gas station and make it into, you know, an oil business machine. What's this this simulator game for you're a train driver, like an under... Oh, a um, subway driver. But you actually go, he goes out and you that can... That train sim world. He can go out and he can commit crimes and be a drug dealer. He can get... Uh, oh, uh, was that drug dealer simulator? No, but it's not actually called drug dealer oh. simulator. It's called subway simulator or something like that. So many fucking simulators you can get thrown in jail and stuff like that in it and then go and drive uh, on the subway and stuff this <laughs> is fucking strange billions I don't know there's prison simulator prison simulator surgeon simulator yeah prison simulator is pretty chef dark. simulator chef simulator yeah uh, cooking sim and yeah house flipper game yeah there's just so many of them yeah I think uh, the, the weirdest the best ones are the weird ones for simulation it. taking over the world <laughs> you've got the actual accurate ones where it's like bus driver simulator oh, I've seen that that looks epic. you've got like if someone who's got the, the the gear set up you know like the the driving wheel yeah. the gear stick the yeah. chair and the pedals that could be really fun like for it's what I you know, think people, people do that with, with Microsoft Flight Simulator as well yeah I mean, that's could fucking be, epic you know, especially for new Microsoft's thing um, it's like I'm playing it in an actual aeroplane you know mm-hmm. Especially if you had VR, right? And you had yeah. the sex and all that. Oh, I bet they were great like that. Did you see the new PlayStation VR headset? I've seen the design for it, but I was just like, knowing fine well that I'm never going to have one of those and I'm probably never going to use I've it. I've never bought it VR. I really I mean, enjoyed, it looks decent. I've really enjoyed my experiences with VR. Well, 
Well, the thing is, if you get the right game, I'm sure it's <clears throat> perfectly fine. But I really want there to isn't that many, and it's so expensive. No. It's like I was debating on getting one just before Christmas because they released the Oculus Quest Two, I think it yeah. is, and they released that. They made the they made the better model the cheapest model. I would say so. <laughs> so it was like, it was only the only difference in those two models was price storage space. All right, okay. Um, but the price they just made it the same, so it was like you could get the bigger storage space, and it was just three hundred pounds or something like that for oh, the okay. Oculus Quest, and that that was uh, it's the wireless headset, and uh, runs through Oculus, <clears throat> and uh, the only reason I was considering it was because. Like I said to you already, I have I've enjoyed VR every time yeah. I've played it so far. But then then they'd also released Resident Evil Four VR, and that game is a masterpiece. Yeah. Um, I've, I've considered one as well. I can I can decide if VR is still like a gimmick or an actual thing. It's a very fun gimmick. Yeah, but it's like, will it catch on or will it disappear like the PSP? You know. It won't ever catch on until it's affordable. Yeah, but that's the thing, it's, it's never going to be affordable, is it? Well, um... I'm just wondering what's happening in the world right now, I don't know if it's ever going to be... Well, that's it, with... Affordable, you know? Shortages of this, that, and the next thing. Shortages of everything, games costing 50, 60 quid, you know, peripherals, not enough consoles, it's, it's probably never going to be, I, I think, a household thing, you know? That's it, if it's not going to be a mainstream thing, then it's never really, really going to take Because I think it was, was it Nexon last year was talking about some kind of headset, and I was basically saying that because of the pricing and the way they all work, mm-hmm. it's basically a console or a headset. Mm-hmm. You can't have both. It's, well, the, the Oculus Quest was the whole sort of thing to be like, well, you're wrong because, look, we did it. Um, but then at the same time you're still in that there's still VR restrictions and that goes in with uh, design philosophy as far as video games are concerned people want a a lot of them crowbar well let's do Skyrim VR let's yeah. put Fallout in VR oh, stuff like the that. immersive stuff but, um, but those games don't work as in my opinion they, they don't it's not like 3D movies huh? unless they're made for it and they're not yeah and even then like <clears throat> to me I would be like a 3D movie experience now could be you sitting on a computer chair that swivels <laughs> and the scenes take part around you yeah. all focused within you but then you don't have the benefit of uh, scene composition and angles and stuff like that and then you've also got um, things that you might not be looking at you know something's happening behind you you've got a whole new way of like being present in a situation as mm. things unfolding mm. and I think that makes more fun in a setting like a video game like mm. a, a game that was really the restrictions are the movement so when you in most games that I do not like this when you go to in Skyrim move forward and you've got the stick on your left hand yeah. you move it forward but you're standing still in the spot your character's moving and everything around you moves as if that character's moving I forward honestly like rebuild the whole game you know? but your feet are still on the ground so you get that jerk and panic like weird motion feeling yeah. 
That's where the most sickness came from. Um, um, I don't know if it's like being sorted or not, you know what I mean? A lot of these sort of counteract it where it's like you hold a button on the left trigger and it throws like a little, like a, a line where you might throw a pebble. Yeah. And then if you push the button again, that you'll automatically teleport to that point. Mm-hmm. And that's like a way of moving around in the Kind of. But then again, that no longer works as a good way of travelling, especially for a game like Skyrim, does it? Yeah. Unless you're sitting in an armchair or something like that. And then again, the, that level of immersion is kind of broken because you're sitting in an armchair or you're supposed to be standing as you climb a mountain or whatever. But the whole VR thing is just... There's there's so many trap trap falls or pitfalls. Kind of, yeah, pitfalls, yeah. It's, it's still issues. What I do think has been absolutely brilliant for it so far um, was one game that I played on it called Arizona Sunshine, which was a zombie survival one where um, there was one, there's a few bits where you're going along a, a busy sort of bridge, but all these abandoned cars are packed up in it and zombies are coming out of it. <laughs> your ammo clips are attached to your chest. And you have to grab grab them and reload your gun and shoot and get the headshots before the zombies come at yeah. you. And you could actually choose which uh, method of movement you wanted. So you could have it controlled by the stick where you have that weird motion mm-hmm. feeling or you could have it through the teleportation. But you could only teleport so far oh, in front okay. of you. Um, so that, that was cool. And then the other one I had was made, the other, it was a completely separate experience in VR was made by Pixar artists. Oh, okay. And it had these little snow globes in it. So it was like sitting, uh, it started off with this, uh, this guy in a, on a park bench. Um, and it had this really beautiful artwork of like a tree behind him mm-hmm. and a lamppost, nice, nice bench. And a guy sitting there just sort of pondering this little snow globe in his hand. And if you got both triggers on the, the, the VR and grabbed them, and pulled them apart from you as if you were opening something up. Um, oh, okay. Everything else around you got bigger and you shrunk. And <laughs> you eventually went inside the snow globe. Oh. Um, and there inside the snow globe was another art piece by another Pixar artist. Oh, okay. And another huge set piece, uh, the more you zoomed <laughs> into it. And then there was someone else in that piece who had a snow globe. And you, you oh, would find right, that okay. and then go into it. And I thought that was just like the coolest, most fantastic VR thing that I'd seen so far. And I was like, that is actually incredibly impressive. That's what it's for. Games Mm. are made for that though. I also think it could be a a fantastic tool for uh, architecture, 3D models. I'm sure it can be. Um, For people who use it for that, they should. Uh, I think absolutely. I think um, you can even get VR tours of houses that haven't been built yet. Can, yeah, well, I mean, obviously not upstairs, right? But like, you can get um, an architect who's maybe been on Blender or three DS Max, yeah. and he's he's built a house. He's got according to his blueprints, you know, he's he's got this digital design, um, and he wants to put in a, let's say, Unreal Engine, um, yeah. uh, Unreal Engine five, and have it rendered to look. Yeah. Photorealistic <laughs> as if it was like built to spec. Um, but not only that, give himself like a first person view and you can go in there and expect the dimensions 
in the room and get a better sense of how big each room is. Um, in VR, like, that's, like, just, like, the invaluable. Next, next level. Right, yeah. yeah, like, <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I think I would love, I would still absolutely love a VR headset. I'm, I'm still definitely arguing with myself about my... Like Oculus. That, it was, was a Star Wars game, Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, it's it's a VR game, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Um, There's a Darth I Vader. I really one. liked to try. This was a Darth Vader VR game. Yeah, I thought there was another one. Too. And there's a Batman one too. There's Batman. quite a few of them. Yeah. <laughs> my brother had the Iron Man one. All right. Um, okay. And you've tried a few different ones, and yeah, I know. I just uh, the Rick and Morty one is fucking hilarious. That is really, really funny. Um, well, all I've got to say about VR is um, it's interesting to see how aggressively PlayStation are pursuing it. Yeah. And because Microsoft and Xbox are all sitting back like, oh, yeah, it doesn't matter, you don't do what they are. Mm-hmm. And PlayStation are all like, yeah, here's the first one, here's the second one, here's some games for it, mm-hmm. you know, they're really wanting to get out of there, you know what I mean? And you know, the daft part is you can't, find a move controller anywhere oh and it's just you need them for VR um we bought my nephews a, a VR headset as a Christmas present a couple of years back and it was the PS VR because you know the PS oh, yeah. 4.5 as a, a gift and this um uh, while you can use the VR headset at the same time as a controller oh, okay you cannot use all of the VR games like that. So he could play Skyrim in VR because yeah. the controller support. Control, yeah. But um, so we're like, right, okay, well, we'll find the move controllers. Cannot find them anywhere. And the ones we can find are um, sold by scalpers on eBay for <coughs> extortionate prices. Oh, they will be scalpers now, yeah. If they're going to do another PS VR, it's like, I'm just like, get fucked. I'm not. I'm not paying a fortune for like this really niche project that's not. No, be... I think they need to sort out the kind of, uh, you know, the whole peripheral side of things, you mm-hmm. know. Because I think they've problems with that on the PlayStation as well, controllers and memory and shit. But I think they need to focus on building more PS fives and getting them out there first. Yeah, that would. <laughs> yeah. Right, listen. Uh, just one more thing I want to mention before we <clears throat> close up. How long have we been? going a good hour or so an hour and a half nearly yeah right, just one more thing uh, Tencent you know who Tencent are <laughs> they have bought Inflection Inflection are the studio behind Nightingale um, and they are led by ex-Bioware boss Aaron Flynn he worked on Dragon Age 2 or the second one cool I think it was just called Dragon Age 2. That was it. It was Origin, Origins first one then, eh? Origins, and then I can't remember what the second one was called. As far as oh, I'm aware, they? it was just Dragon Age 2, and then it was Dragon Age Inquisition. Well, I think, so I think Aaron Flynn, he was Dragon Age 2, and then he left during this inflection, uh, and that's Tencent bought them for some money, let's see. I've read it. But there you go, another acquisition for you. Something interesting comes out of that. Hopefully. It is. It is interesting to see the whole um, consolidation thing going on. Everyone buying each other off. On the one hand, it's good because it's like there's less 
you do throwing shit at you. Mm-hmm. Um, but then on the other hand, it's like bad because you're going to end up all these big multinationals that charge you a fortune. Or these big companies running Monopoly. Yeah. So it'll be like, you'll place your next box Nintendo and then you'll have uh, Take Two, EA, Ubisoft, Bibby. And they'll all be charging £55 each. Yeah. That's just mental. Fuck that. Because and then Rockstar will come along and they'll play GTA 6, which just been... Well, they've said they're working on this. You know, if they actually make it and release it, even if it's shite, I'll pay £50 for it, for it or £55, just because they did it at this point. Because oh. it's been far too long. <laughs> we don't but then I just hope they don't do the whole... Uh, DLC thing again if they do I hope it's single player well that would be nice obviously but, but what, the fact that they released so much online DLC for 5 kind of makes 6 not worth it in my eyes well the online DLC is shite actually. when you actually look at it most of it is just repetitive, repeatable kind of things that happen it's just the same thing over and over thing is though six doesn't have a really really good story that nobody's gonna care is five still looks fantastic five looks amazing yeah, it looks fantastic and it's a really impressive game really impressive engine it runs really well i mean well. the story wasn't the best in the world i enjoyed the story when i first played it the first it time it was all right I- I it thought didn't it was a bit meh when I played it the second time, but even then that was years ago. But I still go online with Nick Pook sometimes. Nick Pook, yeah, um, yeah. And I still think like this game is just. I got it when it first came out on PS3. It's still good. It still holds um, up because it's still treated with care. But played the, through once or twice, and I've played it since. But. The thing with that is like, see if they put the amount of work into single player expansions for uh, the game it would be so much more richer and it w- we would have so much more stories and GTA would be such a better thing I know <laughs> but they would not have anywhere near the obscene amount of money that they make from GTA online that, if that's what that, that's what worries me as well about sex is I'll be thinking right how can we use this to make even more and <laughs> we did for not half time. We used to put an online. And then when game. someone starts doing that, it's like it's not a game anymore. It's just a, a cash cow. You know what I mean? But when GTA Five launched, it had online, and and then after the first few months, it kept changing. It's been a work in progress the whole time, and I think when GTA Six launches, they won't launch it like GTA Five when the online mode was like don't actually know what we're doing with this. I'll tell you what, right, GT6 launches. Anyone from Rockstar shows them. When GT6 launches, ditch your fucking launcher. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Launch your uh, game, ditch your launcher. Uh, when GTA 6 launches, I, I, I reckon it'll have a fully cohesive working online mode that people can just go straight to from GTA 5 online. Well, look, they they, want to keep that money. They'll just connect them together, will they? Maybe if you can transfer progress, but maybe not if it's a completely different well, game. Well, I don't know. It depends how it works, but I would say that would be easier. Certainly maybe if, if they've at least if they could at least transfer their money. 
you know, because some people have spent a fortune on That's what Tefesta did with their launcher. Mm. If you've got credits, I think I'm right to say, you've got credits or credit on your Bethesda, you know, wallet thing. <coughs> it actually transfers over to the Steam wallet, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Not that I know how you get any, but, you know. Um, but anyway, I guess we should leave it there. Uh, hopefully we'll be back uh, I don't know, soon. <laughs> two weeks, I don't know when yet. Two weeks time. Well, it's been to be fortnightly, but we've kind of not been doing it fortnightly. Doing it monthly instead. Anyway, listen, hopefully Andy will have his carpets down by then because he doesn't have any carpets to split out yet. Yeah, hopefully at some point, sometime in the future, I will have carpets. I know, how long has it been now? It's been like a month or so. A month and a half or so now. Uh, uh, right, anyway, yeah, we'll leave it there. We'll be with you in, well, two weeks. We'll go two weeks. Thanks for listening, guys. Subscribe if you can, if you enjoyed it. Uh, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks, guys.